Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Using my beautiful anthropology mug this morning. It's a special treat. I'm feeling... I wanted to say I'm feeling cranky this morning. I'm really not cranky this morning. I'm cranky about a particular thing this morning. Overall, things are good. Actually, I must be cranky about two things. Yes. Two things. So, you will see the photo on the podcast today. That is the power cord to the crow fountain. You guys know how much I love my crow fountain. (laughs) Well, somebody chewed through the power cord last night. Oh, I'm sorry. I should say, today is Friday, the 1st of May. It's May Day. Yay, 1st of May. We made it through April. I should have been more celebratory, but clearly I'm too cranky. Yeah, so last night somebody chewed through that power cord. The last few nights, David's been trying to capture the next pack rat. I'm saying next because we're not convinced that there are only two. And he put the uh, motion-sensitive camera on the trap because we have not successfully caught. The bait has been gone and the trap has been sprung. And... Library addict, you better not be cheering for the pack rat. Yeah, that's it. Set on your hands. So, taking the bait, leaving the live trap open. So, David put the camera on there last night. Saw a whole bunch of jumping mice trying to get at the bait. One seemed to be in there. And a ginormous pack rat that ran the mice off. I think he had to go on a Trader Joe's run this morning. He wanted to be there at 8 for the this special senior entry, you know. And so I don't think he's gone through all the footage. He said there were like 230 clips. We did see a bat on one. That was neat to see the bat. I've always figured we had bats out here. And I've seen them periodically, but nice to see the bat. The uh, less popular pollinator. And insectivore. So, yes, I feel like the uh, it's hard not to take the cord as yet another fuck you to Jeffy. But I am going to win this battle, if you can hear me, Pack Rat. I'm sitting out in the grape arbor this morning. It's a beautiful morning. Went for a walk. The other thing I'm cranky about is that I'm just not a person who likes busy work. And... I am. I shouldn't be. I, I'm going to take out my shoulds. Um, I don't. I'm very fortunate at this point in my life that I have very little work that I have to do that's busy work. That which is, you know, like the equivalent of filling out your TPS reports, putting the cover sheet on your. TPS reports. little office space reference for those of you who don't know. If you don't know, you really should watch the movie. You know, it's um, putting the fucking covers on the TPS reports. I don't have to do that much. I, and I am very blessed and I try to be um, cognizant of that now that I am a few years into being a full-time author and not having a job where I have to you know, serve other people's expectations, at least as far as paperwork is concerned. 
and it is easy to forget. You know, every once in a while, what I think I would want to have a day job again because the salary sounds enticing. I I remember how much I I really hate <laughs> those kinds of um, oh that micro minutia of office work. So so there's very little that I have to do that way. You know, occasionally it's filling out contract you know signing contracts and stuff i feel i don't mind doing because i read them very carefully and you know that's part of part of my business um i don't like filling out forms <laughs> and everybody these days seems to want you to fill out forms i you know and i kind of blame the the ease of the google doc thing but it's like don't i'm, I'm sorry there's going to be a lot of cursing this morning don't make me fill out your fucking form um, you know, even some of the interviews that I'm doing for the promo for Fiery Crown, I want to say Fiery, fiery Release, it's going to be a Fiery Release. Uh, you know, they, the interview is, oh, here's the link to our Google Doc and go fill it out. You know, and it's amazing to me, like, even when people are asking me to do something for them, you know, like... Oh, like an interview. I mean, that's that's something that's mutually beneficial. But uh, all of these things, you know, if, if somebody asks you to fill out a form, it's labor-saving on their end. But it's creating labor on your end. And on my end, it's creating aggravation. So if I am going to have to fill out a form or report data, or do something regularly. Um, first of all, I don't like doing it, and I'm going to be annoyed. So <laughs> I don't know how we get past that. And then the next part is, is, and I think I'm sure I've complained about this before, but this is just like one of those universal things. It's like, if you give me a deadline, I will meet your deadline. I will get it to you. Um, for me, deadlines are due dates. And very often, I will send it to you on the due date because that's how I organize my schedule. And people who remind me of things before the deadline drive me up the wall. So it's like um, if you give me a deadline and then a week before saying, just letting you know I haven't gotten this from you yet. And I want to say yes because it's not the fucking due date yet. If you wanted it a week earlier, you should have given me that date. So, so this is my crankiness this morning. And I don't know. It just makes me, I, I tend to not do things that, um, that make me cranky. <laughs> I figure like that's a choice for happiness. So I'm sort of reevaluating a few things that I'm doing. Um, my publicist did sign me up for one of those fill-in-the-form interviews before I made it clear to her that, I really don't like doing that. And, you know, I really do try to be a team player. I try to, uh, you know, be be cheerful and accommodating, especially when my publicist is setting things up for me, because I do very much appreciate those efforts. But, yeah, that one was like, really? I have to go on and fill out this Google Doc for this interview. Sorry, I had to move this chair. You know... I just feel like that doesn't really count as an interview. I, 
the thing is, is I love doing interviews. I enjoy doing interviews when they're a conversation. So that's, and Corrine knows this because she is very familiar with my crankiness on the topic. And there are times when she will fill out forms for me because I think she'd rather fill out the form than listen to me bitch about it. <laughs> oh, oh, Jeffy. Um, so Corrine knows that that's one of the things for the publicity stuff that I do. It's like, yeah, I'll do an interview and I'll, I don't even mind doing writing out answers to written questions. That's not a big deal. Uh, but I don't like it when they're canned questions. That's sort of the uh, Word doc version of the form. Uh, they're, they're so, they're, they're just, I don't know, I need to, I should have brought out my cinnamon finder. They're, they are synonym finder. They're just sort of aggravating when it's like these canned questions that you get over and over again. and. So Corrine knows that if I'm going to do an interview, I want them to ask me questions about the book, which is hard because it means they have to have read the book and they have to come up with questions. And I realize that's a pain, but otherwise, <clears throat> excuse me, I just feel like it's not worth doing. So those are, those are, those are all my cranky things this morning. Oh, but my, my publicist, Natalie, I, I have terrible news. My Publicist Natalie, who I love, Natalie Say at St. Martin's, has moved on to another job, which, you know, now we've moved to private email. She's been telling me about it, and it sounds fabulous, and she's going to be moving out of New York City, and I think that's probably good for her. And But I really love Natalie, <laughs> and I have a new publicist, Sarah, so I'm sure she'll be wonderful, and so far she's been great, but um, boy... Warning the loss of Natalie. But Natalie was very funny because she had asked me um, on this other one if I wanted to do, that they wanted me to have either an interview or they would host an excerpt. And so I was explaining to Natalie about the, how I really hate the canned interview thing. And she said, oh, she said, I'm, I'm sure that this is a canned interview. That's what they always do. She said, I'll just tell them that you'd like to do an excerpt. I was like, God bless you, Natalie. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, these are my my things, my pet peeves. It's um, well, I I don't um. I want to say I don't get the form thing, and I do get the form thing, but I do feel like it's at the risk of sounding like I am shaking my cane and yelling at the kids to get off my lawn. It feels like a replacement for an actual conversation, for actual human interaction. And I realize that's a time saver, but, you know, maybe do we always have to be saving time? Do we have to save time on everything? I don't know. That's one been one interesting thing about the lockdown is uh, observing how time has changed and how we spend our time has changed. And I really hope that there are some residual effects to that coming out of this. So yesterday, you all know that I posted the interview with Amanda Boucher. I thought that was a really fun conversation. She was very sweet because, and, and you all get from the interview that she's a very sweet person. After we finished recording, she said, 
do you think anybody really wants to listen to me talk for an hour? <laughs> and I said, I thought it was a great interview. Again, it was a live interview. It was a conversation. And I said, I thought it was great. And and I do want to keep doing more interviews. I, I'm going to uh, interview Maria Vale in August when uh, her uh, next book comes out, the, the Legend of the Wolf. You guys have probably heard me talk about those before, how much I love her books. Um, and I should get Leslie Penelope on here for her, but I think her book doesn't come out till, um, I think it's, is this one Cry of Shadow and Bone? I'm sorry, I didn't bring the book out with me, Leslie. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Uh, but yeah, we should do that. I think that's July that that book is coming out. And I do have an arc of it, and we'll be giving that away soon. Um, those of you who get my newsletter saw that we did a giveaway of Melissa Mars' new release. And we did her on the newsletter because Melissa doesn't really use Instagram or other social media. So we did that through the newsletter. And Leslie, we're going to do yours through Instagram. And I think soon. And that'll be a giveaway of Leslie's book and Fiery Crown arc. So that'll be fun. And then I'm going to have a bunch of virtual events coming up over the next month for the release. Um, none of my events are going to happen in person, but I'm getting everything lined up for um, the Jean Cocteau event is going to be a recorded interview online. The Ripped Bodice event with Jesse Mahalik, we're going to do that and put those on Instagram. Or Ripped Bodice, we'll put those on Instagram. Uh, Mysterious Galaxy reading is going to be through Zoom. So you guys can tune into that. And I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live event with a library in Virginia. So I'll link to those events on the website. You guys can check those out and we'll get the uh, link up information on those things. So... Yeah, at least we'll be, we'll be doing some fun stuff. And I've been writing my articles and blog posts, or guest posts, I guess is the thing. So I did a lot of that yesterday. Paid bills, not very exciting. We ended up having kind of a blustery day yesterday, but today is beautiful. So I'm going to get back to painting the portal because the wisteria is really going to leaf out now. And I'm going to have to, I don't know, buy a new pump for the crow fountain. We have many times... Uh, Connected wires. I can do a fair amount of electrical wiring, but that particular cord, I think, um, uh, I, I'm not sure I can do that one. I think we're going to have to buy a new pump. Damn it. This, um, if only it had electrocuted itself, right? <laughs> but things are getting dire here. Uh also, that I think I mentioned, but that pack rat's really big, and David thinks that maybe that's part of the problem is that it's not getting sufficiently trapped by the live trap. It, um, if if the door doesn't close down behind it, then it can just back out again. I uh, have been reading. I think I mentioned I read a Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness, which came out in like 2011. And I just now got around to reading it. And 
I liked it. I enjoyed a lot of things about it. I understand why it was popular. I felt like it went on too long. And that's the second time I've read a book recently where I felt like it went on too long. So I'm wondering if that's me. But I don't know. That's, it's hard to sustain conflict for that long. The book previous to this, and I don't want to talk about what the, the title was because I, I like the author, and I thought it was a good book, but it was like I was done by about two-thirds of the way through. Uh, and that conflict was one that she strung out until the very bitter end. And I was exhausted by that point, especially because it's one of those things you have to be super careful of it uh, if the conflict depends on people communicating with each other or not communicating with each other, then in this case, it was more sustainable than most because it involved a vow. And so they had, you know, weren't, couldn't discuss this thing because one person had made a particular vow. But the vow was out of stubbornness. And I know I have used this because, you know, those of you who have read 12 Kingdoms books, you know that Harlan didn't speak of certain things because of a vow. But I was very careful to make that, I wanted that to be very strongly tied to important things. And it's also a quasi-religious semi-magical vow where he literally could not speak of it instead of the, don't you dare speak of this thing or I will hurt you. And so the key piece of information has never spoken. And it just got, um, it gets exhausting by the end. Discovery of witches. And part of the reason I am willing to use that title is because the book's very successful. She's already got the show. You know, I've, it's been out a long time. I don't think that my gripes are going to impact her, her sales or anything like that. I did enjoy the book, and I do recommend the book. I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to write this up. And I think my mom read it. We might have to talk about it, Mom. But, you know, it was one of those books that I enjoyed up until the end, but I also started thinking, really? It's not, the story's not done yet. And, and it goes on for two more books. And they're both very long books again, and I'm really waffling on one, on whether I want to keep going. So if anyone out there has read the next two books, I'd like to know what you think. I looked at some of the reviews on Amazon. You know, I, I like to go and look at the low star reviews and see. And some of the things I was worried about not liking about the next books are exactly what people gripe about. At the same time, I'm still caught up in the voice in the world, and I want to keep going. There is also that the Kindle book is $14. Why is the Kindle book $14, Viking Jesus? So I'm, I'm really waffling on whether I want to commit to reading the next one, especially because today is Friday, May 1st, <laughs> and the new Murderbot book comes out on Tuesday. But, you know, I've got all weekend to read and stuff, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, Maybe it's like um, getting married. You know, if I'm not sure that I want to read the next book, I shouldn't. I could go on to read something else. I did try picking up this one YA I bought in order to s support the author, and it was um, 
there, there are some that just the voice hits me as way too juvenile, and I can't get very far in them. And that's, that's all right. That's just a, a mismatch. So I'm going to go work on a couple more articles and blog posts and then do some painting today. I hope that you all are, you know, that you've all made it through April. And if your area is beginning to reopen for business, I hope that things go well and you go about it carefully. And stay safe and healthy, right? First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you can find more pet podcasts you will love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.